0: So, this is the second episode of my podcast, where I go to people and talk to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Today, with me is Christopher and Marcus. Hello.
1: Hi. Hello, hello. So, guys, perhaps you
0: could introduce yourself, Christopher.
1: Uh, yes, um, I'm Christopher. I'm 32-something. <laughs> game collector from Sweden. Um. I live in Gothenburg, and uh, I have a lot of games. <laughs> have you always lived in Gothenburg,
0: or are you from somewhere else?
1: No, I have uh, always lived here.
0: Okay,
1: great. And you,
2: Marcus? Yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm 34 and six months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and I, I'm not. Grown, grown up here, uh, but I'm I'm from a small village in Småland in Swedish, Um, and I have lived in Göteborg now for 13 years, maybe. Okay, cool. And yeah, I'm also um, yeah, I'm an. Hoarder uh, of (laughs) a lot of stuff (laughs) not just
0: games okay (laughs) oh yeah by the way the topic of this podcast is retro games we will be talking about everything around it but first uh, what are you guys working with
1: um yeah Uh, i am i'm working as an it consultant Ooh. you know <laughs> computers <laughs> and then people don't then people stop asking questions after they hear that <laughs> but um, i guess that's enough but you,
0: know. you and me we worked at pelagico before yep. and uh, you left uh, like half a year ago to yep. do some new stuff what what is it
1: um so in essence uh, i'm um, a consultant uh, on Atlassian services like Jira uh, Confluence, HipChat, Bitbucket, Bamboo, that sort of those applications um,
0: What are they for? Sorry? What are they for?
1: The applications? Yes. Um, so Jira is the m- most well known I guess, mm-hmm. it's an issue tracker Um uh, so th- these are applications that support software development companies uh, in various ways.
0: So business to business stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Cool. And you Marcus? Yes, um
2: when I were uh, in school and educated educated uh, what to say education, my education. Yeah. Um is a graphic designer and i have worked with that for uh, in a professional way for 8 years mm-hmm. and uh, for different uh, advertising agencies and um, but after 8 years i were i was a little bit tired okay. to just it was pretty the same thing every day for me and uh, isn't it always (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) work is work exactly (laughs) Uh, you go up when you work yeah Mm. yeah but uh, i i have for uh, many years i have thought about to start uh, my own business okay and uh, a little dream have uh, has always uh, been to have a, a small shop or a, it doesn't have to be small, but the shop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, a, a real shop? Or
2: yeah, a real shop when you can come in as your a own. customer and just uh, hold stuff and buy them and uh, look so, at them. And no, not just as many people do today. They, they click on a website and buy stuff from a web shop. Mm. It can be... Cool too, but uh, I like the feeling when you go into a store and you can uh, feel the atmosphere and really, yeah, uh, feel the mm-hmm. everything. So
0: I think. So do you have a store now? Yeah. <laughs> is it still I, a,
2: a dream? <laughs> yeah. I uh, I have thought about it for many years, as I said, and uh, for a one year, some something, I uh, started uh, to plan this shop and I, I were looking a lot of after um, a place to have it and um, I, I i did find a place and mm-hmm. then i started in december and it's a it's a retro store with okay. uh, yeah with uh, i have a lot of video games or is a part of the store is uh, a sec- se- selection of video games and then i have a other retro stuff like furnitures and lights and uh, oh, i see i see cool things that are unique and uh, yeah have a cool shape or
1: color or is it a second hand or first yeah it's
0: second hand a secondhand. Ah, it's second hand so
1: nice. uh, but it's like um, selected second hand it's, yeah, it's not like a flea market but it's it's the I, it's, yeah
2: it's more uh, i pick up f- uh, items that i really like myself yeah. so that and
0: which have style or something.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like. So uh, it, it can be uh, both video games. It can be um, a good vinyl record or uh, a cool light or mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. cool nostalgic things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. And yeah, I'm proud that I have done it uh, now for six months and I can make my living. Uh, oh, that's great! It, yeah, it's 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 hard, it's tough, and I work a lot. Yeah, but I, I work with something that I have started myself, and uh, I'm I am my own boss, and that's a good yeah. feeling.
0: Yeah. That's absolutely. Mm. So, what is it called? Huh? What is it called? Uh,
2: the name is Macapär Nice one For the listeners that can't speak or understand Swedish The word Macapär is a word for a thing, an, an item uh, When you don't know the name of it uh, But yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, Like a gadget Yeah, or yeah exactly
1: thingy, or, yeah.
0: Like a
2: gadget and, uh, Or a thingy Thingy, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a good name for a lot of items that you don't really know the name of.
0: Ah, I see, I see. Cool. Mm. Yep. So you said half of the stuff is like retro games or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, because I have been collecting video games for uh, many years now. It's uh, I started ninety. 90- 98 Mm -hmm. so it's almost 20 years so yeah it's pretty long time
0: you're 34 years old yeah jesus
2: (laughs) so yeah it's uh, yeah it's a long time yeah Uh, and uh, it was natural for me to have a a section in the store uh, with uh, video games yeah Um, so yeah because it's a so big part of my life and Uh, uh, my uh, everyday so yeah, it feels good to have it, so, and a lot of customers also like it. So it's yeah, yeah it's win-win.
0: <laughs> That's great. So, what's then your favorite of the games you have in in your store?
2: In the store, I uh, have to say the Vectrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Uh, the Vectrix is a really cool system. It's one of the first uh, home consoles. Okay. Uh, it was um, it came 1982 it was milton bradley that uh, developed it okay. and it's a game the, the, the console and the, the tv is uh, built together it's uh, yeah built in But so it's not an arcade no it's not an arcade machine it's more a home console
1: oh, okay. uh, but the reasoning was sort of now you can bring your uh, arcade the arcade home so <laughs> the, the, the television set is is integrated with a so, so you actually it, it it's um, the size of a small uh-huh. television yeah uh, and, uh, you, you put the cartridges yeah. in it
2: yeah you can really see if you look at the vector the, the, the design is uh, with a lot of inspiration Inspiration, inspiration of uh, an arcade machine. Okay, yeah. uh, and uh, the joystick and everything is also so that. It, yeah, yeah, but you put it on your on your table. Yeah, you, yeah. Okay. And then uh, one of the coolest thing with Vectrex is that you have uh, because the the screen is black and white. It's monochrome. Oh, okay. Uh, and how, uh, how old is it? Uh, Thirty four years old. <laughs> oh, Jesus so it's, Yeah, it's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, in the beginning of um, the eighties, it was not the 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 first uh, home consoles were black and white, oh. and also Vectrex was it. But they 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 did something cool. They had uh, this plastic overlays okay. that you put on the front of the TV to yes. get the color. Ah. So you use different overlays for different games to change the oh, so, so layout you had a, of the game and like, the color. Like
0: mm. a green game and then a yeah. red yeah. game and stuff yeah. like this. Oh, yeah, so
1: that. it's half transparent. But the, the thing is also with the Vectrix, it's a, it's a vector monitor. So uh, oh, I see. So, Not pixel based, but vector based. Okay. Exactly. So it gives a really smooth uh, look and feel. Yeah. Uh, it's it's difficult for them to make uh, small details. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, sh- uh, there's an asteroids clone that is called uh, Mindstorm. That is, uh, I think it's built into the machine. Yes. Okay. Um, so it, that looks like the game Asteroids that Atari released uh, earlier. I see, yeah. And see. Uh, and that is well suited for yeah, for a vector yeah. monitor but um so there were uh, definitely some uh, color video games mm-hmm. for um but it, you always
0: had one color or how did
1: yeah so these so, no so the, like for instance the Atari 2600 or yeah. uh, also known as the Atari video computer system um what that uh, had colors in the game and that was released in uh, late 76 or early 77 but that's uh, pixel based and okay, yeah. I, I i don't i think it would have been too expensive to have a color vector monitor for the yeah. uh, vectrex so they solved it with uh, the the plastic overlays that uh, marcus mentioned and that's uh, ah. creative <laughs>
0: <laughs> That uh, sure is and it yeah.
1: looks really cool
2: uh, so sometimes I just have it, I, I just put it on in the evening because mm-hmm. it's so nice, lights, right? Ah. So the colors and everything, you can have it on demo, yeah. de- on demo play, and it looks like a light <laughs> in, nice. the nice, in the corner nice. in the apartment. So it's really cool. And I just want to say one more thing about electricity. It's really still alive because it's uh, a lot of people. Um, still doing games for it it's oh, a really okay. cool uh so you can
0: program it how do you do that
2: i don't know the how it, you do it uh, in the tec- the technical mm-hmm. thing but uh, there are uh, a great scene for uh, de- still the de- developing games for the console cool. and that's really cool yeah
1: yeah so there's it's a there's a homebrew scene yeah for electric definitely it, actually, it is for for most of these old uh, video games. Yeah, it's There's, really uh, cool. Home homebrew scenes.
2: It's some revenge <laughs> <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Because the, then, as yeah, a challenge, yeah, have the money. The, it's cool <laughs> because the companies have um, uh, they have uh, what do you say they. Are, F- f- finished making games for yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of years, and it's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. dying scene. But uh, it's so cool that fans and uh, so many people are want to keep them alive mm. and uh, still, or yeah, do, doing games for mm. consoles.
1: Absolutely. Uh, for some platforms, you can actually. There are people that s- make a living of just selling the the kits so you can make your own games. Uh, I have one lying around here. It's um, it's a a flash device for NES uh, cartridges. Just shortly describe how it looks for (laughs) listeners. (laughs) It's a small PCB with uh, three connectors. Um, That's for um, uh, the the Famicom. Uh, version of the nes nes is that's a uh, nintendo entertainment system them mm-hmm. their 8-bit console um the famicom version of it released in japan had uh, uh 60 pins um mm-hmm. and um this uh, this device it has inputs for uh famicom uh and NES. that is 72 pins and also for snes the 16-bit uh console from oh nintendo and then there's a usb, USB <laughs> contact on the it's end it's a new it. one <laughs> so basically and then you could just put your you buy these uh, cartridges ah, okay, so. uh, that can be flashed using oh, this
0: okay so. and then you take the cartridge and put it into the game
1: yeah okay cool so so i mean these things have been developed by the fans yeah and um people make a living of it so that says something about how big the homebrew scene is if you can uh, yeah make a living of it
0: absolutely absolutely so we're sitting here in 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 your home christopher and we're sitting in in a special room kind of where you have all your stuff which has to do with (laughs) with the retro games uh for a majority of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, just to ask you the same question as uh, Marcus, what's your favorite game here in this room?
1: Um, my favorite in this room uh, is—it's uh, a difficult question, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking towards an, an arcade machine here. Um, the pac-man original up- upright uh, oh, arcade yeah. machine from 1980 for me this is um it's it's first of all it's still a good game yeah it's a game that have aged very well yeah but it's also so iconic for the entire industry that is true uh, the, uh, basically I everyone this.
0: knows pac-man so
1: <laughs> yeah I, the Space Invaders arcade, it's um, it's also iconic, but it's not as f- it hasn't aged as well. Mm. The game isn't as fun as Pac-Man. So I, I would say I would say Pac-Man.
0: And it's a full arcade, so it's do you pay yourself, or how do you play it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so uh, yes, there is a uh, it's called a coin mech that, uh, mm. where you put in uh, hmm. Coins. F- uh, yes. It's currently set to um, okay. Swedish five kroner coins.
0: Ah, so you you can choose yourself, or how does it
1: work? Yeah, they're they are configurable, but it's uh, quite a hassle. So what you usually do is that you, uh, because it's just a very simple um, micro switch. Yeah. So you, you could just add a button that oh, uh, okay. uh, <laughs> th- does the same thing as uh, uh, adding a coin.
0: Ah, okay, okay. So it's a, like. Just just uh, at circuit, which you closed, and yeah,
1: but I keep a um a jar of coins uh, yeah. f- because when um, some friends when they have their kids over. I, I think it's fun for them to absolutely yeah. to try to put the coin in and realize that you can't you couldn't play for how long as you wanted it. It yeah. would cost you a lot of money. So <laughs> it's a good uh, from yeah. a, a learning <laughs> absolutely <laughs> because Today the kids just
0: press the button on the iPhone or the iPad and then can play as much
1: as you want. Yeah, I mean, uh, compared to some some modern games where you. It's very almost difficult to die, or they're very. Yeah. You're being excused all the time because if you die, you get to start over at the exact same point. You can just yeah. continue here. You, you uh, there were no possibility of saving your <laughs> no. progress or anything. You just Absolutely. add more coins.
0: I remember when I had my Amiga when I was like ten or something. I. N- I, I wasn't able to, to play through any of those games because they were so hard. And you always started at the beginning so there was no save or nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was so frustrating, but still super, super much fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So let's talk about the history of, uh, of those video games. Uh, do you guys know when the first, uh, like game or like computer game has been uh, developed
1: so um, <clears throat> well th- there 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 has been there have been arcades uh, for a long time uh, but they in the beginning uh, there were a lot of like a shooting range where you shot a air gun towards a the plastic duck and that sort of things, and um, there were a lot of uh, weird, just mechanical or electromechanical oh, games. Um, pinball games uh, started out like that in I don't know when, but uh, maybe yeah, I think uh, a lot earlier, but not maybe uh, electromechanical in the beginning, but ah, so so, uh, okay, yeah, okay, but but they were More. quite early and um, but. The um, like like a real video game that has a screen, a screen and uh, <laughs> mm. it's uh, at some point in the sixties, uh, I believe it was when um, these early um, uh, games were developed at MIT on a huge large computer. Yeah, and then but the first uh, one that was actually commercially available. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the, um, called Computer Space, uh, yeah. so that's also almost like an asteroids kind of game. You you shoot uh, flying saucers from a ship, and that's um, uh, when was when was that released? Seventy one, I think, and that's an arcade machine. So it's a full size uh, cabinet right. um, so- with a black and white television set in it, and. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really
2: beautiful design of it of the arcade cabinet yeah. because it's so. If you uh, yeah, if you Google it, just Google computer space. It's so retro fut fu- what do you say futuristic fu- yeah. Uh, yeah design. It's uh, it's like uh, something in an old uh, sci-fi movie. Mm. Uh, it's really a cool design of the of the cabinet.
0: So where those first video games. Only arcade, or how how did it work? Or, uh, what kind of games? Are
1: it didn't take playing? that long for the home uh, consoles to arrive. Uh, I mean, this was in late seventy one, I think. I'm um, mm. sorry if I'm getting the facts <laughs> wrong here, but <laughs> but uh, in already in seventy two, the um, the Magnavox Odyssey. Uh, was released, which was a home console uh, developed by a guy called Ralph Beyer.
0: But a home console uh, is it like you you, pu- you put it into your uh, TV and then play it, or how? Okay, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So that was a very very simple thing. It was actually uh, it came out earlier than the the Pong because Pong is usually uh, credited as the first home video game but yeah. that was uh, in 74 I think okay. the home Pong or do you remember uh, I don't oh. really remember the year but somewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but it it sort of looked like it but uh, I think Pong was a much more well made mm. game than yeah, the yeah. MagnaVox Odyssey but the, it's um, So
0: what was the 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 Magna
1: MagnaVox Odyssey Okay so, so what was it about so what was so game it was actually uh, a uh, a kit with um I think you got uh, 12 cartridges or something mm-hmm. or was it 6 with it when you bought it so um, uh, one was games. tennis one was hockey one ah, was see, uh, but they all almost the look same the same way. <laughs> And uh, and again, it it actually used the um, the same um, idea as the Vectrix. It had these plastic overlays mm-hmm. that you put uh, you taped them uh, onto your television uh, okay. screen, yeah. uh, and you got the different. <laughs> uh,
0: but everyone has a different size of a television, or was, well, all televisions.
1: No, uh, so what you got in the package was for large television sets ah, and I small. Okay. So <laughs> I think, like I, w- I, don't know what how large large television was in seventy two, but maybe probably not sixty. <laughs> probably more around twenty six, <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, so there are like
0: those arcades consoles, I guess. PC games, kind of like the Atari. Is it a PC? I guess it's a PC.
1: Um, so or Atari, Atari, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Atari, they they also did arcade games. Okay. The, the, the most uh, oh, the, the earliest one was the the Pong. Okay. Um, that
0: was an Atari game.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool. And um, then they also did the home version of Pong. Ah and uh then they released uh, consoles cartridge based uh, consoles
0: so so um, they were a game company from the beginning or was yep.
1: what did yeah they did um, amusement uh, things <laughs> interesting i didn't know that <laughs> uh so i i mean they they did pinballs as well i believe um or maybe not okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, home computers yeah and later on they went they went yeah. on to, uh, uh, in the early 80s they yeah. uh, they um, uh, joined the, the 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 wave of uh, home computers yeah. but uh, those weren't really uh, what you would say a pc they were often uh, their own kind. but they
0: still had like office Package and everything, so people worked with it.
1: Uh, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at some point, yeah, I guess they started uh, having uh, those uh, office suites uh, ah, okay. with them okay. as well. Interesting. Uh,
0: <laughs> so they are the way around the, uh, the... sort of
1: like an um, uh, Amiga or um, or uh, yeah, Commodore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. What about emulation? Is, does it tie in into here into retro games or because I guess most of the younger people if they play some some older game then they play it emulated I would almost say mm, probably most of them do uh,
2: but it's really fun because uh, I see when in my store uh, sometimes uh, really young uh Kids are mm-hmm. coming in, and uh, they have uh, uh, old uh, consoles home. Okay. And uh, they haven't grown up with them. They have just, uh, uh, yeah,
1: they they have. Uh, like gotten it from their parents or something.
2: Yeah, or some older brother or sister maybe. But it's so cool that they they are can enjoy the old games, even if it's not. Uh, an fps game or uh, coolest graphic the latest graphic
0: so was this, what this can enjoy what what uh, that they can um, um, Oh, can enjoy okay yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs>
2: um, so some some of the younger peop- uh, yeah, people uh, um, can uh, appreciate uh yeah. It uh, even if even if it's not the, <laughs> the latest game, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, just last week it was two guys that were in maybe sixteen mm-hmm. years old, and they bought uh, uh, games for um, for Super Nintendo, so that was
1: cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: but uh, I guess um, so. The question on emulation, um, there's, of course, um, it's also it's not only like a way of playing games without paying for them. You can also use a virtual console on the Wii and or other um, uh, channels where you can actually buy old uh, retro games and so, play them emulated. So
0: you buy those. Retro games, like from, uh, are those new games or are those like uh, second-hand used games?
1: No, for instance, the Wii, Nintendo Wii, yeah. it has a like a virtual console concept, so you can don't, oh, so you, you can pay for them oh, online and see. then ah, so, play so them on your still,
0: Wii. You, you still pay like Nintendo yeah. for the games, so Nintendo still makes money. Okay, yeah. I
1: see. But uh, I mean the the emulation. It, it it gets a lot of people into the hobby I think Mm -hmm. uh, which is nice Um, I usually don't play emulated games
0: I mean you have enough here which are (laughs) real games (laughs) yeah but
1: there's also like these flash cartridges for um, for uh, for instance Super Nintendo or Sega Mega Drive where you can just add an SD card and then you can play it on the original hardware Ah, Um, okay but you can on the SD card you can put all the ROMs you need.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I heard about this RetroPie uh, distribution for for the Raspberry Pi, where you just uh, download it and then you suddenly have uh, like a lots of retro games and you can play them on your on your TV basically. It's the that's the emulation stuff also, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so that's uh, it's basically an image that already has a lot of these em- like all the emulators you need and then you mm-hmm. just need to add your roms.
0: Oh, ah, so you still so, need to get the the games from somewhere. I'm guessing they're not
2: bundled. I haven't tried the uh, I five, think they um, they can't sell them like that because it's not uh, legal to do it. Yeah. They can just sell the hardware. Yeah. And then it's up to everyone to yeah, if it if you want to mm. download ROMs,
1: it's up to uh, you. Up to you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the RetroPie project is—I uh, mm. mean, the image uh, is uh, free, but uh, I don't think they want any legal <laughs> problems, oh, so they yeah. they avoid to put it's the ROMs on there. <clears throat>
0: One of our colleagues, Oscar, has made this uh, RetroPie game console at home, and he he somehow told me that it was something like he had he he has like a shared folder on his computer where this RetroPie downloads the games from it, and then you can you can you you can have like a menu with all the games, and then you can just play one of those games. Yeah, but right. can you buy those? games? Old games, if you, for example, whatever Pac-Man, I don't think you can buy the original game It'll just like the so, just the software because it was more tied to the hardware, wasn't it?
1: Okay, if we're talking like an arcade uh, yeah. arcade machine uh, <laughs> I mean, or uh, even for consoles, yes, it's of course you need, but that's what the the emulators are for, and there's also. Uh, emulators for uh, arcade uh, machines. It's called the MAME project, so you can mm-hmm. emulate uh, these arcade machines as well. I think it's also on um, a re- the RetroPie image.
0: But uh, what I want to know is there is no <clears throat> legal way to buy old uh, games. Or like... New old games. <laughs> you, you either can buy them uh, used, or you can't, isn't it?
2: There, there are some compilations, uh, or y- you can buy like on PS3. They have uh, an arcade collection. You uh-huh. can buy. It's like I don't know thirty, forty, fifty or classic arcade games. Okay. okay. On uh, or they also have uh, the Mega Drive collection. Then you can play a lot of Mega Drive Classic. I see, I see. So, so there when are, the companies still yeah, around, can, they yeah, try to... Some of them do like that, be, so you can enjoy the old games still. And
1: yeah. So it's, um, I mean, um, yes, they still want to be able to make money from the games if, if they want to in the future. So um, there's usually, I mean, the, the copyrights and everything still apply but they're they're not chasing down individual mm. uh, homebrew or a reproduction uh, people but it's the copyright
0: basically like in music like when the Person who did it, and plus one hundred uh, dice, and plus one hundred yes, or something. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> not sure actually. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah. uh. No, but but I mean the the fact that you can buy these uh, compilations that Marcus mm. mentioned, or the fact that you can download for your Wii or uh, digitally, or uh, this uh, what's it called, good old games. Uh, like um, the that indicates the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. they 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 they're still making money from yeah. from the old games. They w- want to make it possible to. Yeah. But of course, there are there. Are, I mean, there are games that have been released as well. Uh, so um, yeah. abandoned, yeah, or yeah. whatever you would call it.
0: Do they port older games to to newer consoles? Still, or is it like a, a, it's not done, oh, or is it more like the emulation with the like with the Wii? What they are doing?
1: Uh, I think they. they I, I don't know how that's implemented, but uh, I'm guessing that's uh, just a set of emulators as yeah, well. Just, I
0: guess. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. But they also make. Yeah, I mean, uh, for instance, a couple of years ago, they released uh, Mega Man uh, uh, Nine and Ten. Was it mm. uh, that were uh, released they they were um, created in modern time they were created just a couple of years ago, but they are made to look exactly like the old mm-hmm. uh games for the Nintendo yeah,
0: and, uh, and I console. think
1: they released also
2: DuckTales in some way
1: uh yeah the, that DuckTales uh, the gold gold cart yeah they I don't know uh
2: how what, i i think there there was uh, uh, some competition where you could win um it was just like a lotto yeah. or mm. what do you say yeah. Uh, yeah. lottery uh, yeah a, a lottery when you uh, so uh yeah there were like 10,000 co- copies maybe or something oh. uh, and uh, <laughs> and they they have been really Rare now and mm-hmm. expensive on the okay. collector scene, and uh, yeah, so uh, I, I have heard about values of it, uh, the prices have are really high, mm. and on eBay they're yeah, <laughs> they can go really high, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. okay, cool. So, so I was born in Poland in, in uh, during the communist uh, era, so we didn't have uh, that much access to like uh, computer games and stuff uh and even when i moved to germany when i was 10 years old it was i mean people had like a commodore or an amiga but it was it, it seems like uh, since i moved to sweden a lot more people talk about games and then than in any of those other, other countries so, why, why? is it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Uberbase, <Uwe> <laughs> Theo. Um,
1: no, it depends on what people you're around. Maybe no. I guess so. No, but we we actually we, we um um the the Swedish distributor of Nintendo games. Uh, it's called Barisala. It's a company outside of Kungsparkja. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've seen it when yeah. you <laughs> go home. The big Mario statue. Exactly. Yeah. So they um they were responsible for marketing and distributing and uh, nintendo games in uh, the, they started out in the, the late 70s but there were no nintendo games by then but when mm-hmm. they started distributing nintendo stuff in early 80s yeah and uh, they did a really good job they set up a like a, a club mm-hmm. where uh, uh, kids could join and they would get uh, a n- like a newsletter and uh, they would get their nintendo club card mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of they really built up a community and they uh, uh, th- that grew ca- quite big yeah. um so there, there were hundreds, um, 100,000 members plus in that, Jesus. I believe. <laughs> Do you know uh, how many um, members there were? Uh, yeah, the no, no
2: not actually.
1: It, it was a lot of
2: people. It, it, when you talk to other in, in the same age, almost everyone had that um, member card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was a lot of members mm-hmm. and yeah it it was
1: a cool community yeah so they really they really marketed the hell out of the uh, <laughs> the nintendo uh, console uh,
0: uh, yeah and that then led to that every other game also was like more accessible to people because they already knew
1: yeah a lot of kids uh, had a, had a had video games at home so so i think when other consoles also arrived they mm. already they were already familiar with it yeah, you know. yeah
0: and i guess you guys also like the standard of living in the i guess 70s 80s was also quite high so you could afford to buy your child uh, some mm-hmm. uh,
1: console yeah, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, most most friends they had like two or three games, and then yeah. you d- went to trade them in for some other games, yeah. and or you borrowed games from each other, and so most of my friends, at least, they didn't have that many games, but mm-hmm. still, yeah, they afford to to buy a video game for you.
2: Yeah, it it was pretty expensive uh, to buy new games, and uh, I remember that I. Uh, I didn't have so much games, but I I, I could, uh, for example, Christmas or when I had birthday, I wished mm-hmm. to have a new game, and uh, so you you didn't get new games very often. Okay. okay. So maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know, two three times a year maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, but it it was cool because uh, you, I I remember that we. Um, Traded games, or we hired games okay. uh, between each other, friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could just uh, go home to a friend and uh, uh, just uh, what to say, uh, you say know, trade, trade, or share, g- g- share yeah. g- games, okay. and mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. borrow it
1: for a couple of days, and then you yeah. Uh, let see. And there was also the the concept of rental gaming rental games here so you could go to the uh, like you would have rented a movie you could also at the same place uh, rent uh, a game or even a console so that was like i think um, a start for many kids that they eventually uh, convinced their parents (laughs) to let them rent this console and yeah
0: and i guess that if you wanted a newer console and you couldn't afford it, then you could at least play it for a couple of days or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, in in other countries, so I was in Japan, and their video games seemed also quite big. Uh, do you know about other countries, How like U.S.? or oh, i don't know <laughs> how 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 is the game uh, retro game industry or is it the industry uh, I guess it's, or
1: uh, like the hobby or yeah, yeah. community yeah. i mean it's it's quite big in europe but um, in in japan it's definitely uh, like and there are so many stores and there are uh, yeah, in Akihabara, for instance, there is like uh, there are still plenty of arcade arcades where yeah. you can go and play the old uh, games. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, and in the US, uh, there are there's also a lot of uh, arcades where you can go and play the the old classics. So. Yeah. I guess uh, Europe is not—it's uh, th- th- not that big yeah. uh, in that because sense.
0: Here, I haven't. S- or are there like arcade uh, game shops where you can go and play some old arcade games here in Sweden?
1: No, uh, not really. There are some, uh, like a handful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, some are at bars or cafes. Uh, I see. Yeah. But um, in Sweden, there's a law regulating this, so you actually have to have a permit to, in order to uh, uh, put up a, a video game in a public space, uh, and that permit also it, it costs money, mm-hmm. and it's also a a, a process to get to get it. To okay. get it. Yeah, it's sad because
2: if you go back in in, in, in time there weren't that law oh. uh, then uh, yeah almost everyone could uh, just uh, put a, an arcade machine or a pinball game in a cafe or in a bar or in a restaurant and you can yeah. f- you, you could find them everywhere in the 80s and then in, in the 90s. So what happened?
1: Uh, actually, I think the the law uh, it, um, it came about in uh, nineteen eighty two or something, uh, and it that did not by itself prohibit uh, arcades, but it made it a little bit more difficult to open up an arcade, okay. and you're you're even not allowed to put up a, uh, like a PlayStation mm-hmm. on a, in a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, like one of these hamburger restaurants, um, Max. They, um, I believe they were. Someone uh, reported them for having an Xbox uh, in the kids' corner of the restaurant (laughs) because they did not have a permit to have it. So it's it's silly. Uh, But but is
0: the law for something else actually? And it just got like (sighs) tangled into. So they
1: when they constructed the law, they. The reasoning behind it was that um, uh, games kept um, kids uh, from uh, doing better stuff like playing soccer or whatever. And uh, the like arcades, they were, were uh, suspicious environments that weren't good for kids. So it's they tried to regulate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweaty, dark, loud, nerd yeah. <laughs> cave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably a lot of drugs and rock and roll and you know, things. <laughs> yeah. So that's the reasoning. Uh, but, but, I mean, if you and the law is still the same. The law is from nineteen eighty-two, uh, uh, which is, I mean, it's a, it's a r- ridiculous law. Um, I'm not saying anything for or against uh, like one-arm bandits and uh, the, the, that kind of machines, but yeah, yeah. but these aren't uh, uh, in the eyes of the law. Uh, they are not considered to be the same. No. So this is actually another uh, uh the, the video games and also pinball machines uh they have their own oh, so uh definition and own section so it could quite easily just be removed, uh, removed in my opinion okay. but
0: so is some, someone trying to work <laughs> or lobby for that or
1: yes uh <laughs> I myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> For instance, but no, uh, there there is uh, there's a couple of people uh, lobbying for that, and uh, uh, we hope that there will be a change okay. soon because it's yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it kinda is. But uh, does it look good, or are you still far away from?
1: So there's, I think there is. It's up for debate um, on a government level. Mm-hmm and um one proposal is that they um, uh, you still have to um apply but mm-hmm. that it should not cost as much money i see yeah but uh, that's still ridiculous i mean we, you shouldn't even have to apply i mean my, everybody has uh,
0: a much more powerful device in the pocket to exactly play
1: games so yeah and that doesn't uh, get Kids for to, to do drugs, rock exactly. and roll. The I mean, I guess six.
0: I guess back then people said, yeah, uh, if you're on the internet like a couple two hours a day, then you're addicted to the internet. Today, everybody is on the internet twenty four hours, mm. and it's gotten normal. So, I guess that's this kind of a the same thing. We we see that it doesn't affect as as much as we thought it would, so yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I see you have a lot of stuff here, like uh, condensators and and your cables and stuff. So I guess you're repairing this those old games also.
1: Um. Yes. I. I. Um. I. One. For, for me, it's uh, one big part of the hobby is to just. Uh, modify or um, either modify working stuff or oh. <laughs> repairing non-working stuff
0: okay so but is it only for you or is it like for 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 many people a big part of the of the fun
1: i think there's a lot of people that and en- enjoy that uh, for me i enjoy that almost as much as playing the games i i i think i spend more time trying to fix the games than actually playing them <laughs> how about yeah. you uh, i'm not interested at all <laughs> of the repairing
2: the things <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I'm I haven't got the, the skills or the interest so mm-hmm. for me is it, if I should compare it to something it's I really like uh, the, the design of games mm-hmm. like I collect uh, handle games myself a lot. The of
0: handle games? A
2: handle game is uh, a game you a game console, a small game console that you play in your hands,
0: like a Game Boy, and st- yeah, uh, uh, like like a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I remember those. That was only one game with mm-hmm. a special yeah. design. Ah, yeah.
2: M- maybe you can't call them consoles because yeah. the console is more uh, a machine where you can switch cartridges and uh, yeah, different yeah. games. Uh, these handled, else LC, often LCD games, mm-hmm. or with a built-in game is more. Yeah, it's a handled game. Yeah, I yeah. I should I would say.
0: Totally forgot about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <But> and they, <laughs> they are
2: st- they are still really cool. Yeah. I I like them because of the different design of them and yeah. the, the colors and it's uh, it's a uh, there are so many nice uh, games. So yeah.
0: Yeah no but, no, I remember vividly. I was playing this one game for like hours every day. Yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: And I think and It was uh, just like
0: this LCD <laughs> display had like four different. Uh, it could move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that was it. And it would do. Bleep, bleep, yeah, they bleep, bleep, were pretty bleep, bleep,
2: bleep, bleep, simple, bleep, but uh, <laughs> pretty fun too. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have uh, played like Donkey Kong on Nintendo's Game Watch games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were uh, 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 some different uh, uh, sorts of them. It was like a widescreen Donkey Kong Jr. game that was just one screen, and there were a, a multi screen game called Donkey Kong, and it was also Donkey Kong 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they made like uh, almost 60 different yeah, game uh,
1: watch games. Ni- Ni- Nintendo.
2: Yeah, Nintendo. And there were a lot of other companies making also yeah. lcd handle games. Usually uh, like clones. Yeah, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they are not really clones. But, uh, of course, they took ins- inspiration from Nintendo and did their own game and released them. Uh, like Bandai did it and another company called Gacken and they're, yeah, there 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 was a lot of them making mm-hmm. their would you, own.
1: Would you say that those games have uh, aged well?
2: Uh, they are more uh, yeah yeah they are pretty still fun uh, to play. Mm-hmm. Like I can enjoy to s- sit and play uh, Donkey Kong or Zelda or yeah some of the Game Watch games. But mm-hmm. for me, it's more collecting them and. Uh, of nostalgic reasons.
0: I guess they were also obviously much cheaper than a console where you could play different games.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they were cheaper to buy in the 80s yeah. uh, than uh, a cartridge game. Mm. Like a, a new a, a Super Nintendo game could cost seven, 800 crowns. And the Game Watch games, they cost like uh, between 150 to 300
1: crowns okay okay yeah so they were cheaper yeah also you could bring them to school uh, play, yeah, <laughs> playing during the break. Yeah, everyone. A lot of people did
2: that, and you, you could put alarm in it. Um, and yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. So it
1: did actually work as a watch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you, you could have it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice as <laughs> a watch. Yeah. But I still would like to go back to the repairing stuff just uh, shortly. So, w- what is it you like about it? Because I guess those games are easy to understand. Than than like new computers, which are just like really small and you can't d- basically do anything with it. Is it is it that or what what is it?
1: The, I mean the the thrill is to get something working that hasn't been working for a long long time.
0: Okay, so so you find something uh, like second hand somewhere. Someone tells you, "Yeah, I have this thing and it doesn't work. Do you want it?" And then you go there and buy it or what?
1: I I mean I I buy working stuff too, mm-hmm. but um, if there's something that I can get a little bit cheaper and I can have a make a project out of it, mm-hmm. uh, then uh, I really enjoy that. Behind me here, I have a, a couple of boxes full of um, arcade PCBs. What are PCBs? Uh, arcade PCBs. So they're actually well. I can't show the listeners anyway, but uh, <laughs> like really big uh, PCBs. It's only one game.
0: Okay, okay. So it's a it's like a, a card where where the game is uh, physically on it, or what? Uh,
1: yes. So, okay. for instance, yeah. here.
0: So it looks like uh, like five now more twenty Raspberry Pis <laughs> together.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> this particular one is uh, it doesn't even have a processor. But th- th- this one contains one game. Oh, this is one game. Um, and um, so there's a, a lot of logic uh, on this one. It's a uh, pre processor. Okay. <laughs> uh, stuff. So this one does not have a processor. Uh, there's only logic gates like oh. TTLs, and um, hmm. and um, I bought a couple of boxes full of these. Uh, so the the thing is, um, um, some the the people that worked with these that had arcades in restaurants and everything, uh, they could uh, switch out. Uh, after a while they realized that it was expensive to buy the entire new machine yeah uh, like the pac-man here it's um, it's a it's called dedicated machine because yeah. it's, uh, it's it's uh, painted with pac-man uh, yeah, yeah. side art and everything uh, it's intended to play pac-man but you could actually you can convert it to a miss pac-man or a galaxian or something but then they made these generic cabinets so you mm-hmm. could really just uh, switch the marquee on top, yeah. uh, and uh, switch the um, the game itself. And so, all these are uh, arcade PCBs. Are that that you see here? they're like one game per PCB, and I bought them as defective or untested. And that has <laughs> been fun to just to try to get them running and see what's on there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so who sells the stuff, or who who has it like lying around and, at the attic, or or what?
1: Usually, they come from someone who has been. There were people that had, I don't know what the English word is, but like uh, the Swedish one translates to exhibitor, like someone who mm-hmm. had these and a lot of machines and put them on restaurants and then I maintained them and oh, okay, uh, went yeah. around and yes. changed the games and they had some a big storage mm-hmm. uh, facility and uh, every now and then someone f- finds an old guy that used to have that and, okay. and buys up a lot of his stuff and uh, uh, and then distributes it so yeah okay so on. this um, this particular lot i got from a guy in in north of Sweden who bought uh, a lot, like, hundreds of PCBs, and most of them he could test and verify that they were working, and he uh, sold them, passed them along to a lot of different collectors. And then he, uh, in the end, he had, like, 50 or so left. (laughs) Okay, okay. He didn't really, he couldn't really get working, and I bought them cheap to project are
0: you selling them those which you get to work to Marcus <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. or, or where do you base your, your no games?
2: I'm uh, myself I'm not really into the arcade scene that much like uh, Christopher okay but uh, yeah I had uh, an uh, uh, an arcade for for the time mm-hmm. it was a uh, neo Geo cabinet from snk they did a lot of um, arcade games in the early 90s or late 80s also maybe okay um so i had a cabinet for a for a couple of years and, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah I, I can enjoy arcade our, our machines but it's they are so fucking big <laughs> that is so true <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have uh, the space and yeah. I live pretty small yeah. in my apartment and I if I need to prior, priority my collection mm-hmm. the collection, I priority more uh, home consoles uh, handle games and like uh, game um did the, the different signs and uh, mm. other things. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But where do you get them? Like on eBay or how, where do you
2: buy uh, them? Yeah. After so many years now, um, you learn how to get oh, games. You can. So you know people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you built up a pretty good network mm-hmm. with uh, collector friends and. Uh, you you're going to a lot of fairs oh. all your uh, all your family and relatives they know that you're looking for it everyone <laughs> know about uh, the nerd interest I have so they tell me if they find some games <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah uh, but still you uh, i'm I'm looking a lot on also flea markets and mm-hmm. websites and uh, like ebay yeah. and other.
0: Do so you find those uh, the, on the flea markets also? Okay. Yeah, you can still do
2: it. It's not like uh, before. Uh, y- if you just go back ten years, maybe, or uh, there was more easy to get uh, to grab a, uh, um, a good deal, pick up games cheap. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, that easy anymore because people are know about known about their value and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easier uh, as a private seller to just uh, sell your games on the internet now, and if you compare to, yeah, f- yeah
1: people are more fifteen years ago. People are more aware. So, yeah, they're more aware okay. of, of pricing and what yeah. what's mm. rare. Uh, and also, uh, as you say, it's is it's quite easy to sell on eBay, Tradera And more more people have uh, yeah. been. Uh, it's so easy in these days to just. Take a photo of something
2: and put yeah. it on in on a mm. uh, on the site.
0: So the prices are, I I have no idea actually. So that's why I'm asking. Yeah. So the prices for like if you have a game from the 90s, is the price now higher than it was when when you bought it new, or is it the same, or is it lower?
2: It's a lot higher. A lot I would higher. say, yeah. They have really. Um, yeah, what do you say? Uh, grown or race? Yeah, they erased? Erased? Increased uh, in. yeah uh, really insane almost. Uh, but so, but yeah. so,
0: so let's say a game cost l- like fifty dollars in the nineties. What would it cost? Yeah,
2: if know? it's still new. Also, uh, oh, so, if, so it, if it's in the pack. Yeah, yeah. Board. Okay. Yeah, as uh, many other collector seen, It's okay. always if you have the item in better condition with uh, mm-hmm. like original packaging and uh, instructions and everything and in really good shape there are a higher value of it than uh, just a
1: loose cartridge that are uh, in bad <laughs> yeah. condition yeah, yeah. but it, so, it's um, it, I, there are a lot of games from 70s 80s and 90s that can go for very cheap as well okay. but uh, so i mean there's all parts of the spectra but um, but yeah. uh, there are some games that go for insane amounts, and just like you say, it's has to be the mint uh, in box and the good condition. And mm-hmm. yeah, and some people think that
2: uh, just because it's old, it's worth a lot, mm-hmm. but that's not the reality. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it, if it's. Uh, a, a, I guess as Christopher said it's a lot of like Atari cards that are not worth almost a- 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 oh. anything. Yeah. So. It really depends on, like, if it if the game were selling good or bad. Mm. Like, if a game sold bad, there are not so many copies of it yeah. out in the yeah, on the market. Yeah. yeah, on the market, and then it it gets more collectible because yeah. it's so rare to find. Yeah, and it could be a really shit game, <laughs> and it's still worth a lot of money because yeah. it's so it's few rare. copies of okay. it uh, yeah, out. I see. Yeah. So, cool.
1: Uh, one good example of that is the um, s- uh, game Stadium Events for uh, mm. the Nintendo ent- Entertainment System. It's um, it's a sports game um, that was uh, later released with uh, a different title screen of, by a different company. So they re-released it, and the, the the other release isn't worth almost anything, and the first release, which is basically only a... Another version of the same game.
0: Okay.
1: Goes for insane amounts. And uh, I mean. If
0: you say insane amounts, is it like $1,000, $1 million, or what is it?
1: (laughs) I would say five figures in dollars at least. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what the market price is uh, currently, but uh, five figures. (laughs) uh, Cool. So, That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the most insane prices I've seen. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's exactly that game, but for uh, retro games, uh, uh, are uh, five or six figures. Uh, I don't know if the. Um, do you remember if that n- the Nintendo World Championship card ever reached six figures? Uh, I'm not sure, I, I but I don't remember.
2: Uh, but it, I think it's still the game that have been sold yeah. the, uh, most expensive.
1: Mm. So there are some uh, extreme yeah. amounts. Yeah. Uh, we usually do not see th- that extreme amounts here in Sweden, but okay. but uh, they're quite. Yeah, yeah. A lot priced. of
2: games have raised in value just uh, the the last years. Okay. If you compare it to just ten years back, maybe uh, mm-hmm. there were uh, It was easier to find complete. Uh, super NES games or uh, NES games or other mm. uh, game systems, uh, pretty cheap. Um, but now nowadays, I think the collectors have—we um, are uh, a lot of more now uh, that are collecting than mm. for ten years. So, and it's still just the same amount of games ah, in I the see. market.
0: Okay, yeah. and that's. Uh, it makes it uh, yeah more expensive. So how do you have a rough understanding how many people are in the in this community? There, there's like um, trading games. There, and
1: in, so in Sweden, there's um, there's a Facebook. There are several Facebook groups for trading, uh, mm-hmm. but the biggest one it actually has. I, I think it reached uh, eleven thousand members, and that's just a Swedish group. Yeah. Oh, there are some other uh, people from other Scandinavian countries, but yeah. but. The, the, That has to be the largest uh, single largest largest single community in Sweden. But then, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, and not everybody uh, is on Facebook. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, There are a lot of people that are collecting just uh, in their nerd cave, (laughs) in the dark nerd cave. So
1: and yeah, so it's. uh, I think it's more. But also, there are so Perhaps. many niches, and yeah. uh, there are, I mean, international forums. There are so many forums, yeah. and many of them have thousands of members. Hmm. But what, what niche could, could,
0: could you come up with some niche which is a bit uh, smaller and weird?
1: <laughs> I mean, Marcus uh, handheld games that's, uh, oh, yeah. that's a niche, yeah, or uh, people that only collect uh, Swedish games. Uh, games developed in Sweden, yeah. or um, I don't know, people that uh, collect. Uh, I, I had um, a period <laughs> where I uh, bought a lot of uh, papers, and you did, you did that yeah. too. Um, yeah, me too. Like people. old, um, um, uh, what's it called? Like um, news newsletters or okay, yeah. Um, yeah. price lists or advertising. Or, um, yeah. Uh. Uh, in Swedish, yeah, um, yeah. like flyers, that see, sort of thing, from, from the... So, is that, is that the no 70s, game, not 80s. games, but
0: everything around the yeah. game. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I and um, for myself, I have uh,
2: always liked a lot of merchandise. Mm-hmm. I really like f- uh, items uh, around the games, uh, mm-hmm. like figures or just... Uh, it, it can be almost everything. It can be pens, pencils, or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, with just, like, the company name on it, like Nintendo or, say, Sega or other uh, companies. So, there, you can collect a lot of uh, weird <laughs> stuff. Things, yeah. yeah, and that's really fun. Yeah. I like to put them in the shelf
1: around the games, and ah, yeah. I, I, it yeah, lo- yeah. looks cool and nice, I think.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: yeah. Another common niche is to um, collect for one uh, series of games. Yeah. For instance, uh, like, the Mega Man games. Yeah. And you, then you want all um, all Mega Man, Mega Man games released for all platforms, ah. or maybe Mario games or yeah. Sonic games, or yeah. so that's also popular too. Yeah,
2: and in Sweden there have been uh, a niche that have been really popular in uh, to just collect the Swedish released NES games. Mm-hmm. So, so are uh, those somehow special? Yeah, it's, it, it's around 200, 210 maybe. Uh, if it yeah. It depends on how you count right. them, so but the,
1: so they are—they're marked with a region code that tells them tells okay. that it, it's not. Not necessarily that it's Swedish, but um, uh, SCN stands for Scandinavia, so it has mm. it on the cartridge and on the box and on the manual. Uh, so but the manual it. and stuff was it translated to Swedish or yeah. was it? Still- yes, yeah. yeah, okay, it was. So um, and so that's a way to identify a, a game that was released here, and it's uh, very collector friendly because there's not a lot of them, but it yeah. still it takes a while and. Mm. Um, so 200 plus something games uh, and uh, very, a lot of them are quite difficult to track down or at least uh, like, if you want to track them down cheap mm-hmm. mm. and um, that makes it, it's quite easy to get quite far mm-hmm. to get like uh, 75% the and then the <laughs> last 25% they yeah, uh, have to... Are really expensive and yeah. hard to find. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Let's talk about uh, retro Retrospiels Which is, uh, yeah, what is it actually? Could you s- explain? Uh,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fair that uh, me, Christopher, and some other friends started. Uh, we we started planning it. Uh, I think it was two thousand nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have we we have an. Uh, known each other uh, uh, on forum for many years and Mm -hmm. uh, we were some friends living here in Jetsborg, Gothenburg and around Gothenburg and we uh, had some, uh, yeah, we we, we met often and just played games and Mm -hmm. talked about games and then we started talking about to have uh, something... Some meetup or or a fair where people could come and just uh, as we uh, play games, buy games, trade games, uh, and uh, everything yeah. uh, we did in a bigger
1: scale, yeah, like yeah. a convention or yeah. an expo or whatever it would translate to. But uh, yeah, and we we were actually inspired because there was. Um, an um, Event in uh, Stockholm at the time. In the, uh, um, now it's no longer in Stockholm. It's in uh, Vesteros mm. in Sweden, uh, called uh, Retro Gathering. Okay. And um, for those who, of you who don't know, Stockholm is on the other side of Sweden. So we wanted to have something on this uh, on East the west side, coast. West side. Exactly. <laughs> so we wanted something on the, something similar on the west coast. So we didn't yeah. want. We were not. Um, we were not copying them in that sense. We we wanted to be a complement to that. Yeah, so yeah. They were on the fall and we wanted to have something in the spring yeah. on the other side of Sweden. So there would be... yeah.
0: And it's gotten quite big as far as I understand.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we hadn't...
2: The, f- the thoughts about that in the beginning. We just wanted to get started and to do something. Uh, so the first fair we did... Uh, it was a uh, uh, pretty small um, area, or um, yeah, the ceiling. venue. The venue
1: was for uh, I think a hundred people or something was yeah, allowed. Okay. Uh, hundred and fifty was yeah, allowed so in at the same time. <laughs> so quite yeah, and small. I think we just
2: uh, would be happy if there was like hundred fifty or two hundred people coming. Yeah, but it was
1: yeah, uh, then we could yeah. afford the rent.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly because we uh, used our own money. and yeah. we didn't have any. Yeah. It was
1: So how many
0: people were you? Doing I
1: think this? it was between six hundred and
0: fifty or seven hundred coming?
1: Yeah, the, the for, visitors, yes. Yeah. We were hoping for like you said, somewhere around 100, hundred, hundred and fifty visitors to uh,
0: But that up. was not in the first venue because that was yeah, That
1: small. Yeah, that was for the first venue. We was hope, we were hoping for like hundred, hundred and fifty to break even. But uh, towards the end of the day, it turned out that we had had, like, 700 people. It was a long line all of the day. Yeah, it's a so long queue.
2: And uh, (laughs) if you search on YouTube, you can see the queue. Oh, my God. (laughs) It just, yeah... A search for retro space. so that
0: was something. for the first venue
1: already yeah but, yeah. How,
2: yeah it was a success from the beginning jesus <laughs> how did you advertise
0: it or was it like no not on
1: really. the forum on the forums yeah, but, and uh, but, like uh,
2: flyers yeah posters <laughs> i, I okay. think a lot of people talk to each other yeah. mouth by mouth uh, yeah. and you we didn't have any econ- economy for uh, doing um, uh, advertising and that kind of thing yeah. so
1: we spread it uh, word. Uh, I guess we participated maybe in a podcast or two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice,
1: <laughs> so, good way I to get the word out. People,
0: <laughs> people just wanted to have something like that. Yeah, I think already, people so. were
2: really curious about what we were doing, mm. and uh, they wanted to go there to see what what it was. And
0: uh, and I guess it's yeah. also for for young and old because the 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 parents. Played those games and they want to show them to to the kids and yeah. don't have it at home. Yeah, if
2: you look like uh, the people are that are coming to the fairs, there are a lot of big difference between the ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, as you say, the,
1: the parents and their children. And but I'm I'm happy to see that there have been so many like teenagers coming uh, that apparently haven't grown up with uh, these games and yeah. it's a it's a retro retro video game fair so it's not uh, there are no modern games modern games are banned from the convention so
0: is there a limit age wise or yeah, something yeah
1: in the beginning we said I think we said that Dreamcast was the newest one allowed and then we have pushed that limit a
2: yeah, little bit I, I think we, we said like something about it should be 15 years old
1: or something like that I see to be uh or if we okay. said two generations back, yeah, like maybe. Three generations back. Okay, know. okay. Yep. Anyway, we so we um, it was a success, and we continued to arrange this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been like non-profit so like yearly, or what? Yeah, yearly. Okay, and we have had a non-profit organization behind it with roughly ten people. Okay, um, sometimes more, sometimes less people coming and going, mm-hmm. and we did the convention for six years. So uh, the the last one was in 2014. Mm-hmm. No, 2015. Oh, last year, yeah. Last year. And this year we have taken a break okay. from it. Uh, and just we, because it's too much work. Yeah, I mean, the, the last one it was almost 4,000 visitors, and that's in one day. So that's it's grown from <laughs> the 600 yeah. six years back and now. Four thousand people in a day, and <laughs> oh, oh. of course we've switched to a much larger venue, but we still yeah. can't handle it. The the line is mm. like hundreds and hundreds of meters long uh, so to get in, and people stand in line for hours. Still, yeah. even though we have a much larger venue, and but. Uh, uh, do you have to pay to
0: go in, or how does it work?
1: Yeah, there's an uh, entrance fee, uh, but it's we yeah. since we are non profit, yeah. we can try to keep it as low as we can, so yeah. we still get some money into to, to uh, hire uh, guests, to uh, speakers, yeah. or uh, buy in more consoles, or um, because we have our own. Our own con the the organization has its own consoles and arcade games and uh inventory in general.
0: Oh, so you so you have it together as an organization and you put could you could you perhaps describe the how how like if I go in went in into the fair, what would I see basically?
1: Uh, yeah, so you. You would see a lot of people. <laughs> 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 a, a, a quite large. Uh, it's it's a big convention hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the second biggest in uh, Gothenburg. Okay. Um, it's called Eriks Paris Hallen. Uh, that's the place where we yes. have this. And um, it's not a lot of small rooms, it's like one big hall. I see. Okay. And uh, there are a lot of uh, exhibitors people that sell stuff or show something off. Maybe they uh, have done a homebrew game or something and they uh, do demo that. Or, uh, people that make um, one thing that has been really grown really popular in, in uh, later years is uh, beads I can make these uh, with really these small colored beads yeah for uh, characters uh those. like plastic beads that you put in a pattern and
0: uh, oh i see okay
1: m- m- a lot of people did that in like uh, pre- preschool or yeah, 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 uh, kindergarten yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> okay so people selling uh, like art uh, oh, a retro games
0: art <laughs> yeah oh, i see <laughs> nice
1: so um, <laughs> so what
0: i can see here is mario as a woman uh what is he doing, actually? Uh, uh, his,
1: uh, it's it's a piece of fabric in? with uh, some old traditional, uh, I don't know, um, <laughs> the setting here. Is, it's four ladies that are doing uh, laundry or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. uh, someone attached Mario's head to all of them. <laughs> All of the nice, the bodies,
0: nice, interesting.
1: So there's a lot of exhibitors, yeah. And then there's the um, there's um, uh, an, an area where you uh, compete, where mm-hmm. we have competitions like uh, Swedish Championships of Super Mario Bros.
0: Oh, so you pl- play the game or
1: what? Yeah, so people can compete, and it's like a huge. Oh. Uh, we have it on a, like a big projector uh, okay. the screen, and uh, when the the final is the, oh it's actually there's the crowd is huge just to watch the finals it's like esports yeah and a yeah. really big screen <laughs> yeah and yeah
2: we had like private collections showing showing up and
1: uh um speed runs yep and uh and a quite a big demo room where we where you could try out all of our consoles and uh Arcade games and pinballs. So so
0: everything is actually working, and you can try it. Yeah. Ah, I see. And those traders who who, who trade uh, or sell stuff, are they also selling like the those arcade stuff and so on, or is it more like TV sets, games, or
1: uh, the the arcade? (laughs) The arcade stuff is not that common. Uh, We've had a couple of sellers that. Have sold uh, arcade games yeah. or parts, but usually the most popular uh, games are the Nintendo games, definitely. Uh, yeah, I see, yeah, but also merchandise like iPhone uh, b- cases, cases. Yeah, yeah. with the retro, uh, yeah, new stuff but with retro touch. And I see, yeah, and yeah, yeah and we've had um, like uh, speakers. Uh, Guest guest speakers Mm -hmm. uh, that have talked about something,
0: so like a keynote style.
1: We had uh, the voice of Mario. (laughs) It's a guy from um, from uh, San Francisco, I think. Uh From uh, he made the the voice of Mario. It's
0: me, Mario. Exactly.
1: Okay. (laughs) He did the voice for um, Mario sixty four, and he has been doing the voice for all the Mario games since then I think so he's uh, yeah we flew him over and uh, (laughs) he talked and then he was sitting uh, at the table and signing uh, games with his autograph very cool (laughs) uh, his name is uh, Charles Martinet okay I think he he does some games for uh, some voices for uh, Skyrim too okay
0: is he like uh, Italian American
1: (laughs) <laughs> no, I think that was just a voice <laughs> okay. he made. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. No, I, I think he's just American, but yeah, he did the voice yeah. uh, good enough, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, nice, nice.
1: So I I don't know if,
0: if you already know if you will start uh, this again, or is it like just pausing for now?
1: Um, Officially, we we haven't... Um, uh, what we have stated officially is that we will not make a decision yet. Oh. Uh, because we wanted to take this year off and really... Because we were quite tired and uh, we didn't want to make uh, a decision uh, too early. And uh, when we were tired, we wanted to recharge our batteries. And uh, we are still doing that. So yeah. uh, there is no... Uh, Decision yet, but so there's still hope. <laughs> yeah, I um, no, but um, I think something at least will happen during the spring in Gothenburg next year.
0: very cool, very cool. So, if some listener wants to go into this uh, this whole retro game uh, thing, where would you say they should start?
2: Um. Uh, yeah, there there are a lot of forums or communities uh, that. Could you name some? Yeah, we have uh, some big here in Sweden. Some of the biggest are uh, a Nintendo community called SNDB dot se. Mm-hmm. Um, the community have have been. Um,
1: it's been around for. for yeah, ten ten years yeah at more? least i think no yeah the the 10-year anniversary was yeah, a couple of just s- a year back or so yeah that is
2: celebrated there. yeah but that's a good community with a lot
1: uh, of people knowing everything <laughs> Mo- mostly in uh, swedish though so if you if um, if you're into nintendo games i would recommend nintendoage.com that's mm-hmm. the biggest international forum what you really should do if you want to get into the hobbies you should go up in to your attic and dig out your old games. Okay. start there. And depending on what games you had, if you had a Sega, yeah. you will probably feel nostalgic about Sega games. Yes. So then there's the daughter side of Nintendo age, which is called Sega age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or uh, yeah, so but start by digging out your old.
2: Yeah, stuff. or maybe write a list if you have uh, sold them, you can write a list of the games you had when you grow uh, growing up and maybe b- Buy them back uh, okay, so. and maybe see if, yeah, if you get uh, what you say, uh, uh,
1: the spirit or <laughs> yeah. to collect. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's uh, on the on the forums there's usually uh, like a marketplace too. So it's not only yeah. on eBay or so. There's usually. A marketplace section, and uh, it usually starts out with you wanting to buy back the games you had when you were a kid. Yeah, and once you have them, you start wanting the, <laughs> game, the, game, <laughs> the games that you wanted as a kid oh, but never yeah. thought, yeah. <laughs> and then Finally, it just and the continues. and, uh, uh, and then, then the, it's yeah. just a slippery slope down. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah,
0: yeah. So when I was about 12 years old or something my father wanted to buy me a computer because my cousin had one. He had an Amiga 500 so I asked him uh, will you help me setting it up and showing me how this stuff works? And he's sure if it's the same computer then no problem. If it's something different then I probably won't be able to to show you. So we went to the store and the, the salesman showed us around and he showed us the new version of the Amiga 500, the Amiga 500 Plus, which was apparently much better and it has had more stuff in it. So my father was sold immediately. So and he, he and the salesman tried to convince me this is the computer you really want to have. So, and I said, yeah, but it's not the same as my cousin has. He has an Amiga 500, and this is our Amiga 500 Plus. Yeah, but it has much more stuff in it, so, so you really want this one. And I told my father, either we buy the same one as my cousin has, or we don't buy anything because I won't be able to use it, so it's wasted money.
1: It sounds like a very mature thing to say. <laughs> How old were you? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So basically, I convinced them that I really need this Amiga 500 and I don't need this 500+. Plus. So we bought it. And then I started reading those magazines. Back then, you you wouldn't get online and read about stuff. You would buy like an Amiga magazine or a PC magazine. So I, the, in Germany, they had this Amiga. Uh, it, the magazine was called Amiga, and then you could like you you got a diskette with some freeware uh, stuff, and yep. you had get uh, you could read about games and 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 stuff the, the,
1: the licensing model I believe was shareware shareware <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. so so I started reading up on the hardware and what what's all about what is this 500 plus thingy and then I realized I had made a huge mistake because yeah obviously the 500 plus had already doubled the RAM and you've been able to to double that also so you, you got 2 megabytes of ram and and my Amiga 500 Plus, I only could have 1 <laughs> megabyte full
1: but could you get some help from your cousin <laughs>
0: I could but that
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> so this is this is what I really like about the the hobby and uh, I think it the same goes for a lot of hobbies uh, it people mo- most people have a lot of ha- has some um, uh, relationship to games, and um, it might sound a bit nerdy to collect video games, but when I have people over, people that are not game and mm. gaming enthusiasts at all, they yeah. still they can can come into the room and then like, wow, oh, do you have that game? <laughs> I had that when I was a little kid. Mm. And then Uh, they go on and uh, they're becoming all nostalgic and everything. (laughs) So, do you remember your first console? Uh, Yeah, I
2: think so. Um, uh, I I was six or seven years old, and uh, it was soon my birthday, and I had wished uh, just one thing. It was, I wanted a Nintendo and nothing else. (laughs) And... uh, 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 yeah, the day came and um, it was really early in the morning and my family uh, sh- showed up in the room and they s- sing happy birthday to you and there was a cake with lights and everything and uh, and a really big package. So I really hoped, uh, I hold my thumbs and I really <laughs> hoped that it should be a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I wrapped it up so fast and, uh, yeah, and it was a Nintendo. So yeah. I was so, yeah. So, yeah I <laughs> was so so happy and it was like the, this uh, video on YouTube when the Nintendo 64 guy and yeah. his sister that are uh, oh, yeah, yeah, getting a, a, a Nintendo 64 in and it, it is Christmas and... Yeah, they are so insanely happy, and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was you. <laughs> yeah, not really that much, but uh, almost. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it was just a normal day, and I were going to school, and I couldn't think of anything else about uh, but that Nintendo yeah. that day. So I just wanted to go home, bis- <laughs> bicycle home, and just to start plug it in and play. So that was my. F- First, yeah. If memory. you haven't, yeah. if you don't
1: know about the 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 YouTube clip that Marcus refers to here, yeah, you the Nintendo really. 64 kid or something. It's a kid uh, that goes insane <laughs> when he opens his uh, uh, his uh, new Christmas present and it contains a Nintendo 64. And yeah, it's like, really, f- yeah. <laughs> it's
0: really fun. You you have to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, we are coming to an end, but I want to hear your story also, Christopher.
1: So, a lot of my friends had uh, a Nintendo, of Mm -hmm. course, and uh, some had Sega. Uh, Here at home we had um, a PC, a 386, uh, and my dad made sure that we... There were some, some games on it, so we used to play it, but I still wanted a console. So when was it? Uh, beginning nineties, uh, something. Yeah, early, really early nineties. Um, so, we uh, one of my best friends. He had a Sega Master System,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the eight bit uh, console from Sega. So it's oh, yeah. from the same era as the Nintendo Entertainment System, yeah. and. Uh, uh one of my best friends had one of those and so i wanted one similarly to uh, <laughs> to my story, story. <laughs> <laughs> yes and um uh and we went to this store a couple of months before cr- uh, christmas and i had saved up and i think there was a deal with my parents uh, something like uh, yeah okay so you can get the console for christmas but you you if you save up for half of it we okay. will get the other half when cool. something like that but we went to the store and uh, I saw this there I think it was a discount even so mm-hmm. I could actually afford the Sega Master System and I wanted to buy it and my mom said but there's this new console coming up, this, this uh, sequel to the this console. Uh, don't you want that instead? Uh, wait, just a couple of more months, and you will get. A, yeah. And that was the Sega Mega Drive, of course. Yeah. So, and I said, no. My my friend has this. that I wanted, <laughs> and uh, so I bought it, and I was really happy with it. Up until Christmas, <laughs> where my when my friend called and uh, said that he had gotten the Mega Drive for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I I was happy with my Master System anyway, and I played it a lot, and uh, it it has a, a lot of good games, and uh, I still have it actually. Um, Do you play it sometimes? or...? Uh, it's be. a little bit hard to dig out, but it's oh, up, it's up there. <laughs> but uh, it's um, it's uh, <laughs> so, among the consoles that I enjoy picking up and and playing a little bit. Okay. So yeah. yeah, I'm happy with my
2: with my choice. It, it's cool that you had Sega because it, almost everyone had Nintendo when mm. they were growing up. So it was a lot of Nintendo.
1: Yeah, no. yeah, but I, I think I I, I recent a little, a bit <laughs> mature, just like you, Richard. <laughs> like if I wanted to play Nintendo, I a lot of friends had it already, so I could uh, go okay. to their place. Uh, okay. But I still wanted to. I had some friends that had Sega, so yeah. I, I, and my best friends, so we could exchange games and. And, uh,
0: like I actually, when I was 12, it never crossed my mind that you could buy games for the Amiga because everyone was just copying and yeah. I thought that was how you get games.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my dad was fa- actually, um, he, he uh, didn't really like the, I mean, we had some shareware games, yeah. but we all, he, he liked to install the actual games. I would wish for PC games for some yeah. of my birthdays so
0: ah, I see okay
1: yeah.
0: but uh, yeah okay great that was super fun actually yeah uh, thank you for <laughs> joining me and yeah yeah thank you yeah it was and fun I, I hope we'll see each other once the next Retrospias mess on
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yes and uh, of course international uh, retro game collectors or just enthusiasts are of course welcome but yeah uh, No date has been set and uh, no decision has been made yet. (laughs)
0: Okay, (laughs) thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.